This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound, brought to you by Go Live Festival. I'm Ian Turner and my guests this week are Jaquin and Mitch from The Hoots. But before we get started, I invite you to subscribe to the show so you don't miss one second of the action. Just head to gardenofsound.nz and you can choose your favourite podcast provider from there. Right, The Hoots, what a bunch of characters they are. Only three years into their hooterage and already causing a bit of a ruckus on the local and national music scene, supporting acts like Dolphin Friendly around the country with their brand of alt-rock. But is it just good times and having a laugh, or is the best yet to come from this foursome? This is the Garden of Sound interview with The Hoots on Plains FM 96.9. And a very good afternoon to two-fourths of uh, the Hoots on a very special edition of Garden of Sound because it is Marariki uh, today. And I'm joined in the studio uh, by Mitch. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Uh, on this public holiday by Mitch, who is the guitarist uh, for the Hoots, and Jaquin, uh, who is the vocalist. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Good day. That's cool. Um, Marariki, what, is it, what does it mean to you guys? You got any plans? Uh, yeah, we're heading down to Queenstown for Mardi Gras. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we'll okay. be going there tomorrow. Oh, that's good. Uh, just socially or playing? Socially. Socially, nice. Socially oh, moment. it's good to mm. chill out at least. The Hoots, one of the reasons we're doing this show is because you guys are great. Uh, the second reason is because you guys are playing Go Live Festival in July. But I want I want to take it all the way back to the beginning, as I tend to do on Garden of Sound and this musical uh, therapy session. Mitch, have you got a first memory of music? My dad and my brother used to burn CDs for me when I was a little kid. Yeah. and <laughs> Just for fun. And I used to have a little uh, CD player, carry that around, stick them in, yeah. chuck the headphones on, be all the classics like Crazy Frog and that sort of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the like, real kid-friendly yeah, kind, yeah. Of, kind of things. Okay. And all those like, now nah, that's what I call music when did you sort of realize you had an aptitude for playing music well i started uh taking drum lessons in like year four or five of primary school oh, wow okay yeah and then only played drums for until my last year of high school we didn't find this out ian didn't do his research before the, <laughs> before the interview okay so very much in a day growl kind of way you got the drums sort of going on here and you've got the guitar when did the guitar come along uh, i was Year 13. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jaquin started teaching me a few little things. Mm. Yeah. And then only took like a few lessons. Yeah, and then he got better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is tough. So yeah. one would say a natural musician, at least. Um, what about the um, what about the rest of the, the family, apart from CD burning? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my brother has been a, a big influence for me, uh, Jaden. He actually was playing bass for us, mm. um, but he's heading off on a cruise. To play, mm. yep. So he's not back till January. Yeah. But yeah, he's been playing guitar for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Just always 
there to help me out and stuff, you know. So I guess you looked up to him musically. Yeah, for sure. What's the definitely. age difference there? Well, he's 29. Yeah. So seven years. You can't really be a slouch getting one of those cruise ship gigs. I mm. mean, it's, it's pretty yeah, full on. It's a pretty big deal. It's yeah. actually the second one he's done. The last one was during COVID and he only got through uh, two months of it. Mm. COVID hit and he got stuck on the cruise ship okay so we get stuck stuck on the ship Jacqueline what's your first musical memory probably sitting in the back of my mum's car listening to like Catch a Fire or Bob Marley something like that um I didn't start playing music till I was about 15 16 mm. and that was all because I wanted to leave one of our other classes <laughs> and um hang out with my mates in music yeah kind of just went from there I guess mm. yeah were your parents musical at all no Oh, I think my mum played drums when she was a teenager. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think she gave that up a long time ago. Yeah. So was it all sort of dub reggae kind of business around the household or um, a bit more? Yeah, a lot. That's what I can remember mostly, mm-hmm. especially in the summer. Yep. Going driving to the lake or to the beach. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty good. So where did you guys meet? Lincoln High School. Okay. Now tell me, what was what was Lincoln like for music sort of circa when you guys were going through what's this sort of eight nine years ago mm. when you started we didn't really have too many people that played the same kind of music that we did mm. so it kind of was just me and jarkin yeah jamming yeah in one of the studios not learning theory <laughs> <laughs> classic and what was the type of music you were playing arctic monkeys, arctic monkeys basically uh, we yeah. played a lot of that yeah um, yeah back in school sabbath <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a bit of Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, rock. Yeah. Mm. It's basically what we're doing. Sort of letting just it out. Just jamming then. it out, really. Yeah. yeah. I used to do that a lot. Just go down there sometimes at lunch as well. Mm. Excuse my ignorance. Have Arctic Monkeys made it to New Zealand or have you seen them play live? Never seen them play live. They did come they did, here. Yeah, a mm. while ago. Uh, my dad actually went. Did he enjoy it? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even got me like one of their posters, yeah. tour posters, framed yeah. it for me. This is a cool poster. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so tell me who else is in the band. Our mate Casey. Okay. He is the drummer. Yep. Yeah. Was he Lincoln as well? Yeah. Yep. yep. But he didn't take any music classes. When we left high school, mm. me and Jacqueline were jamming still. And Casey mentioned that he wanted to start playing drums. So I actually started teaching him yep. a few things that I yep. knew. And then he went off and got lessons of his own. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. Uh, and your brother was playing with you for a while. Oh, at uh, that point, um, we had another friend that we went to school with. Yeah. And um, I just asked him because he used to play guitar back in high school as well, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and I just asked him one day if he wanted to play bass. And just like that. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. I think we were at the pub actually. Yeah. Do you want to play bass? Maybe. <laughs> I think so. We definitely had a few drinks before I asked him. Yeah. <laughs> you must have known that he had some musical ability though. Yeah, yeah, I'd seen him play guitar before. Okay. And I think we might have played a couple times together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Okay, so it wasn't completely crazy. Yeah. What are you guys doing now aside from music? What's what's life? Are you working? Are you studying? You I work full time as a courier. Punishing, Punishing. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Punishing. Yeah. It's all good. I get yeah. to drive around, listen to tunes. Yeah. I actually recently just quit my job as an after school carer. Okay. But um I'm thinking about studying at the moment yeah maybe event management ah. or probably just get a job as a landscaper if there's yep. any landscapers out here yeah give me a shot <laughs> i guess the big thing here is um what was the dream when the four of you 
came together, what did you want to do? Big plans, you know, take over the world, um, or was it just see how it? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. We're just cruising by, and just having fun, yeah, exactly. Yeah, having fun while we go through it. Yeah, and, you know, if anything happens, it'll happen. Have you sought out support, or I mean, who are your mentors? Who are the people that have sort of helped you along the way, even at this this early stage? Because how long have you been together as a band? Almost three years. Yeah, okay, three years. which is a reasonable amount of time. There's a mm, few ups mm. and downs. Admittedly, you know, half of the world's been shut down during that yeah, time, which must have. Yeah, through a spanner in the works. Yeah, just a little one. But I mean, who's been sort of uh, guiding you? You know, is it, is it your brother sort of like giving you a few tips along the way? Or yeah, he's definitely been helping us. But also, Dolphin Friendly. Yep. They yeah, took big us, shout out. Took us under their wing. Yep. Yeah, we were rolling with them for a wee bit. Uh, bit yeah. Um, opening for a lot of their shows. Yep. Um, they took us up to Wellington. Played with them down to Dun- uh, Dunedin a few times. Yep. Um, One again. Yeah. Yeah, Wanaka, Queenstown, that's right. It seems very much like a kind of pay it forward type thing because I remember when Dolphin Friendly was supporting Marco Road or or that Mm. kind of thing, and I'm sure Marco Road were probably supporting, you know, somebody and and on and on like that. I mean, Mm. have you got any sort of young bands that are kind of like looking up to you guys already with the stuff you're doing? I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. Nah. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. 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 Well, there will be. You know, there'll be some characters out there who are at high school, you know, jamming mm. away, not wanting to do any <laughs> <Yeah>. theory. <laughs> sort of thinking, the hoot's pretty cool. Um, all right. It's time to talk about some um, some influences, at least. And I want to ask uh, two questions. The first of which is uh, here's a box. What genre are you to easily make you available to uh, the general listening public? It's kind of like alternative rock. Surf rock. Surf rock? Alternative rock? Say. Okay. Yeah, alternative. Any, yeah. I'd say alternative rock. Yeah. Yeah. That is quite broad. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's alternative too, I guess, is the question. Mm. Mitch, what does music mean to you? I don't know. It means a lot, really. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, just listening to music, chilling out. Yep. Just goes with everything, you know. What about you, Joaquin? Good times. Yeah. That's pretty much it, really. I mean, you listen to music, usually you're having a good time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just makes everything better, I guess. Yeah. So you don't have any down times music? No, not really. Yeah. Maybe sometimes. you're just sobbing in the corner? (laughs) Nah. Listening to a few ballads or something like that? Yeah. Nah, I can't say I've done that for a while. Uh, (laughs) There you go. It is time now to talk about some some influences, at least, and I know we're going to play a track by... Ocean Alley. Tell me about the first time you heard Ocean Alley or, or discovered their their vibe, their sound, their thing. What was that like? I think it was around year 11, year 12. I remember seeing one of the, um, their music videos mm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, I like this. It's pretty yep. cool. Yeah. Yep. And then, well, at that point in time, they became my favorite band for a while. Mitch, what track are we going to hear now? Uh, Touchback Down. Okay. What do you What do you like about this song? The vibe, um, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a little bit different from um, a lot of their other stuff, mm. and I like the beat. It's kind of up, upbeat ish. Mm. Yeah, about three quarters of the way the bridge or breakdown at least kind of goes off in mm. a slightly different direction, which I wasn't expecting yeah. from them, and that excited me. <laughs> yeah, which is good. All right, this is Ocean Alley uh, with Touchback Down.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with The Hoots on Plains FM 96.9. Jacqueline, what was the first big gig you got along to? Butterflies. Oh, excitement. Yeah. I think it actually was Ocean Alley as well. Okay. I think I'd been to bigger, you know, kind of like day gigs Mm. when I was a kid with my family, but I couldn't couldn't quite tell you what they were because I was pretty young at the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Took my dad down 
to watch Ocean Alley. I wasn't 18 yet. I think yeah. everyone else. Oh, you I took my dad as well. well. Yeah. 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 And the they, got, they got to stand out the back. Ah, okay. The foundry. Yeah. What, what year was this, roughly? 2017. Okay. I right. Think, yeah. So not quite there. Okay. Mm. What about you, Mitch? What was your uh, your first big gig? The wheels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, besides, yeah, the wheels. That's right. Everyone says that. It's just the crazy thing. You got the kid Leroy, you know, doing his crazy stuff. With, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, special guests. Mm. Um, so um, post, post Wiggles. Post Wiggles. Yeah. Oh, there's two. When Slash came. Yeah. With Miles Kennedy. Okay. In his snake pit or yeah, something yeah. along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Miles Kennedy's not bad. But yeah, say, I mean, a I'm a big voice. big Axel fan from way back, but yeah. um, you know, Miles kind of kind of does his own thing. And what was your lasting memory from that? That gig? just slash <laughs> shredding man. He's <laughs> solid, isn't he? <laughs> so good, and he knows his theory as yeah. well. You know? <laughs> yeah. Where was the first gig you guys played as a foursome? Yeah, we started playing parties in um, 2019, the year we formed. Yep. Just at our um just different mates' houses yep. and they really got behind it yep. and they loved it. Yep. So and what sort of stuff were you playing? Just covers of songs yeah. we liked. Yep. Mm. A lot of Sticky Fingers. Oceanelli kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Marco I think Rowe. we played uh, The White Stripes as well. Yeah. 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 The Black Keys. The Dudes. <laughs> the Dudes, yeah. that's right. Of course. <laughs> mm. That's Kiwi Classic. It's yeah. appropriate for today at least. I'll remember that for the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how do you think you were? I think we thought we definitely wanted to keep doing it because yeah. it was just fun. Yeah. Um, we did enjoy it a lot. Because you seem like pretty chill. I mean, you don't seem, and I'm not, this is not a negative thing, you don't seem too serious. Yeah. Everything's got to be, you know, on time <laughs> and to the to the letter and so on. I mean, is it all good times? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah. yeah? Especially if anyone knows me, I'm pretty cruisy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, it's an enjoyable thing. I guess there's no work aspect to it what's the what's the workiest part of being in the hoots probably recording. the uh, recording writing recording uh it could be either Maybe, yeah i was gonna say the admin yeah <laughs> uh, yeah emails and that sort of so stuff. who does the majority of that in the band uh, it's me yeah so it's um, tough yeah, we did have. <laughs> is that because you're the most capable, or just because you know? Yeah, just felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most reliable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we did have Sam from Dolph, mm-hmm. who was managing us for a while. Yep. Yeah, he did. he did heaps for us, and also we had our other mate Ruben was recently doing some stuff for us, but he just yeah. moved to Europe. Okay, so we're back on our own. <laughs> so in terms of a, a pseudo management kind of thing what did you pick up from sam heaps (laughs) (laughs) Um, for the court could you be more specific (laughs) just how to talk to people really yep how to make things how to head up uh bar managers and stuff not that i ever really do that but (laughs) (laughs) so who who does how do you get your gigs usually they just come to us (laughs) yeah like we don't really put ourselves out there too much Mm. Um, which we probably should. Are we that sta- <laughs> are we that starved of musical talent and in, in Christchurch that it's just we'll just get the hoots because they're a good time, <laughs> they're easy to get along with. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. What about on stage? At least um, any moments of sheer terror? At least fires, fights, um, fiascos. Our old bass player, Will, when we we're in Queenstown, actually. <laughs> 
like fainted on stage. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fainting. There we go. It's all about the Fs. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. I just look over to my left and <laughs> on the monitor at the front, everyone's looking at him. I forgot about that. That was pretty funny. Were you getting enough to eat? I guess is the question. He probably wasn't. I think he was living off energy drinks and darts. <laughs> there you go. That's probably a good, Bears. a good, a good reason why. I was going to ask. I'm just. I'm trying to sort of get get kind of down there, and I was just trying to sort of think: Are there any bands that you've played with um, out there or supported that you have taken away some of their, I guess, um, uh, stage ethic or performance ethic that you aspire to be like? I mean, is it is it dolphin friendly? Are they kind of like the? Are they mm. sorry? No, are right. they kind of like the? Um, that's right. I just kicked Chuck in. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't to elicit a response, at least. <laughs> are they kind of like your uh, your blueprint for the next stage of the Hoots journey? Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, or am I putting words in your mouth? Not really. I mean, they they were a big help. I mean, they influenced us a lot, especially yep. when we were relatively very fresh. Yeah, and um, they helped us out a lot. Mm. So yeah, we look up to them. How would you say that you are different to Dolphin Friendly? I'd say we're a lot more laid back, mm-hmm. stage-wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you're not going crazy like the two T's. Yeah, at least. yeah. <laughs> Bock at the back going off on one. Yeah, um, yeah, more chill, not as heavy. Okay, we are going to uh, listen to some music, and at this point, I do ask uh, for an all-time fave, and it's the Strokes. And what do you like about the Strokes? Uh, my dad used to listen to them a lot. Oh, um, good. Makes you feel good. Bit, yeah. When I was a little bit younger. And, yeah. Um, I think in the early stages of high school, uh, I was listening to them a lot. Yeah. And kind of the bands that he was listening to at the time, like yep. Queens of the Stone Age, uh-huh. Krug Vultures, ah. Ed Zeppelin, stuff like that. Okay. Um, he would have grown up in kind of like the late 90s, early 2000s. So a lot of that kind of, all the strokes and all that kind of music was yep. what he listened to yep. when he was around my age. Right now, what track are we going to listen to? Last Night.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with The Hoots on Plains FM 96.9. Rock your winter with Go Live, Christchurch's Winter Music Festival, Friday, July 22nd and Saturday 23rd at the Christchurch Town Hall. Over 18 artists, live across two nights on five stages. Get your tickets now at premier.ticketech.co.nz. This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Hoots on Plains FM 96.9. At the end of the section, we're going to be listening to your most recent single, Stay Away. Mm-hmm. Although it is a very inviting track, said the pun master. Um, what's the musical process for creating the Hoots masterpieces? Words? It's chords? all a little bit different every time. It's um, usually chords first. Lyrics usually come after. Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. You must have come with something sort of fully formed at some point. Um, yeah, we actually, uh, Mitch came over to my place about last October and we kind of just made a rough demo for it. Yeah. And I kind of had a little bit of an idea about what the melody and kind of verses would sound like, but mm. didn't really have anything fully there yet. Yep. I know I actually kind of wrote all of the lyrics in the space of about 10 minutes while we were just listening to the backing track of the demo. Yeah. And that's kind of how it was made. Yeah. How have those lyrics stayed? Have they stayed the same or have they changed a little bit? No, they all they all stayed the same, yeah. I think. Yeah. How much have you played this song live before it got recorded? Only a handful of times. Yep. I think. And it went down well. People seem to enjoy it. Yeah. So... It's hard. They're not going to walk out and say, you were terrible. Yeah, I very sucked. much didn't enjoy Stay Away. <laughs> I disagreed with it immensely, mm. especially that lyric about what is the song about? Pretty much just a really dusty Sunday. You <laughs> might have done a few silly things the night before. No. They, uh, that's, yeah. In essence, that's what the song's about. Okay. Yeah. So it's just pulling from, pulling from real life. Do you go down the, um, go down the, uh, the world injustices kind of, you know, politics is a load of crap kind of thing every um, now and then? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think actually, I'm going to be honest, a lot of our songs are about being intoxicated mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because it appeals, doesn't it? You know, people yeah, can sort of go, like, oh yeah, that, that, that sounds like me. <laughs> so what happens down the track? And I know this is very difficult. Where do you go from there? I know it's difficult to look into the, into the future. Do you think mm. you can live off songs about getting drunk forever? <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes, but oh, I'm opening to broadening okay. my stories a little bit. Indeed. And all the experiences you have along the way, yeah. which is a big thing. Mm. Where was this track recorded? Uh, I was at Loho. Okay. Uh, so with Josh and Adam, yes? Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. What was that like? Oh, it was good. Yeah? Awesome. They're, um, they're good, man. Yeah. Lots of ideas. It's always good to have outside ears. Yep. Coming in. Yeah. Yeah, we also had um, Eddie from Pretty Stooked in, mm-hmm. and him and Josh were really helpful yep. um, with picking out little things that may, might, they might think sounded good, yep. and we kind of shaped it a little bit differently yep. from what we originally had. So not outright saying, no, don't do that. That sounds terrible. We're just... Mm, guiding maybe, yeah yeah maybe try this yep and see okay. what it sounds like because yeah. it's it's an art isn't it how many sessions and how many different places have you guys sort of been involved with recording wise uh not too many mm. our first ep was all 
done with TK from Dolph. Yep. Just in his little garage studio. Yep. Pre studios. Yeah, yep. pre studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've only done three sessions with Loho so far. Hoping to get a couple more in this year. Yeah, we'd done one single with TK in his friend's studio. Right, yeah, that's I right. I can't remember what it was called, though. I think it was quite relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um, so over in that. Wollston. Oh, yeah. yes, I know. Oh, yes, I do know the one that you are talking about. Mm. Mm. Name's not coming to <laughs> to mind. So in terms of putting it down at uh, Loho, were you playing all together? Or was it, let's get the drums down first? Yeah, Yeah, it was It was all together, yep. mostly. Yep. I think we didn't even overdub too much stuff. Yeah. Just no, really. Lyrics. Yep. Really. Oh, we also had Tyler, who plays in Stooked. He came and put some keys down on it nice. as well. Yep. Which uh, was real nice. Mm. Um, <coughs> probably a silly question. Are you happy with how it's turned out? Yeah. 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 Is there for sure. anything you'd change? Not that I can really think of. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's um, it's a little bit different from what we've released. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely is a step up in terms of uh, production, and mm-hmm. it is a fantastic mm. sounding song. In case you haven't heard it yet, you get to hear it now. This is The Hoots with Stay Away. Sun rays. I feel I'm 
This is the Gardner Sound interview with the Hoots on Plains FM 96.9. We're with Jacqueline and Mitch. Um, Go Live Festival. Uh, you guys are playing Saturday 23rd. Um, did you go to Go Live Festival last year? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Because um, you missed out. Yeah, I did miss yeah. out. Yep. A lot of our friends went and... Um, the Dolphin Friendly Boys were asking I was coming down. I was babysitting, unfortunately. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's a that's a gameful pursuit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why we took it this time because yep. apparently it was awesome. Yeah. So really keen to go see. And is there anyone in particular that you're looking forward to seeing this time around if um, you're not playing or performing? Um, yeah. One Drop Nation. Is okay. Actually, I'm sure it's the drummer, but um, he's actually our drummer's drum teacher. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, and he showed me um, a couple of their songs, so yep. I'm kind of keen to go watch them. Fantastic. Like. Yeah. Oh, that should be pretty good. Mm. Mitch, anyone that uh, you're... Uh... Pretty keen to see uh, Goodwill. Okay, yep. Um, he used to be in Nomad. Nomad, who was doing very well off his um, off his latest releases, which is very exciting. Mm. Now, there are a tremendous amount of acts. Post Go Live, uh, anything lined up for you guys, gig-wise? Not until August. Okay. We're playing... Um, That's pretty close, though. The Duke. Oh, yes. Ah, Surf Festival yeah. in New Brighton, is it? Yeah. 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 It did actually get cancelled. It was supposed to be earlier this year. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be the actual Duke Festival, but it's... Something anyway. associated. Yeah. Um, you're, I say you're from New Brighton. You live in New Brighton. Mm. Obviously, you've done a bit of time on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Not obviously in a penitentiary, <laughs> one would hope. Um, <laughs> what's the music? What's the musical vibe like in... in Brighton, because I don't see too many bands playing at least. Is there a musical vibe? I mean, is it like the poor cousin to Sumner at least? You know, we've got oh, the beach. Actually, thinking kind of that, thing. I think Goodwill is from Brighton. Yeah. Oh, you see, he lives out there yeah. at least, I think. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, couldn't actually tell you any other bands yeah. that are from uh, Brighton. So pretty much what I'm saying is, uh, do you think there should be a oh, should um, be. a music venue out there for characters to come along and, you know? Yes. You know? Uh, the Duke Festival went off last time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So there is call for it. Yeah. Okay, that's a big thing. Mitch, in your mind, what is the ideal scenario for the hoots? Where do you want to go? How big do you want to be? Or do you just want to just keep it chill and, you know, just whatever? I mean, we'll see where it takes us. But ideally, it'd be awesome to, you know, tour and travel the world and, have people listen to our music? Yep. Like yep. Big, broad audience. Yep. That's the end goal, really. How do you get there, though? And I know I'm being difficult. <laughs> it's great to want to do that stuff. I mean, mm. give me an act. Is it Ocean Alley? Or is there an act bigger than Ocean Alley that you think, I wish to replicate your success? How did you do it? I guess a lot of those Aussie bands. Yep. Like Lime Cordial. Mm-hmm. Sticky. Yeah. Um, I guess we're just cruising. We'll just keep at it for now. Because <laughs> I think um, I think Lime Cordial um, were playing and writing for years until yep. they actually even got decently big. Um, two things I want to talk about just very quickly. We're going to play uh, another track uh, by you guys. And this one comes, it's one of your earlier releases. I think it's Fly With Me. So was this one of the TK Garage efforts or that kind of thing yeah yeah is there anything in fly with me that you uh particularly like about this recording kind of just the rawness yep. of it yeah um yeah how does the um when you talk about the rawness how does the recorded version sort of translate on stage is it pretty much pretty similar 
pretty similar. Yeah. I think it actually sounds better. Yeah. Life, to be honest. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a big thing. Mm. All right, guys. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing you playing live at Go Live. That's 23rd of July at the Christchurch Town Hall. Uh, we're going to take it out today on this very special uh, Madariki edition of Garden of Sound with Fly With Me from The Hoots. Forget about this open mind
Okay, a bunch of extra tracks for you to enjoy today. One of the other bands Mitch plays in is Pretty Stooked, who are pretty bloody fantastic. Steeler's Choice, this from last year, is Stay. Mitch and Jaquin also mentioned the dudes earlier, and while I posit they were talking about Bliss, I'm going to share an earlier version of Be Mine Tonight, which I believe was called, quite frankly, Enjoy.
and taking us out on the special Matariki version of Garden of Sound is a track from expat Bridget Walsh with her group 1032 featuring Troy Kingy. This is Seedling.
Thanks for joining me today on Garden of Sound and thanks to Mitch and Jaquin for braving the backyard and lack of adequate lighting to talk about the hoots so far. You can find out more about them by heading to gardenofsound.nz and clicking on their photo on the front page. I'm Ian Turner and this has been Garden of Sound, brought to you by Go Live Festival, 22nd and 23rd of July, Christchurch Town Hall. Until next time, keep well, keep listening and keep playing. Nā mihi o te tauhou Māori. <laughs>